everyone, and welcome back to Ghoul Girls, a paranormal podcast. My name is Jessica. I'm here with a special guest and a guest you already know. It's me, your girl, Brittany. We have our special guest, which is our lovely, wonderful, creepy mom. Hello. (laughs) That's our mom, Chandra. And for those of you who are familiar with our Instagram page, she runs at likeitweird. So, Mom, can you tell us a little bit about Like It Weird, the essence of Like It Weird? Uh, The essence of Like It Weird is just everything pretty fucking peculiar. (laughs) (laughs) That's lovely. She makes some really great jewelry. She sells merchandise. Um, Our stepfather actually makes really cool robots that can cook you guys dinner, open your beer. (laughs) I'm just kidding. They charge your phone. They charge your phone. They'll try and kill you in your sleep. They have Um, forks for hands. (laughs) But it's, yeah, like oddities, right? That's how you would sum it up? Yeah, that's some pretty odd stuff. It's stuff that you wouldn't normally see in most people's households unless they had a cabinet of curiosities. Or they live with you. Or they live with me, yeah. As I've mentioned to everyone that I know, my mom has a dead raccoon in her living room. An albino dead raccoon. This this is also true. I'm verifying (laughs) these facts. But you know what? The apple does not fall that far from the tree, right, Britt? Because here we are hosting a paranormal podcast. I thought you were going to mention that I have, like, dead animals in my house. I was like, I swear, I feed all my pets. They are are real. They are alive. Yeah, they're thriving. They're Um, alive. Yeah, if you guys want to go ahead and follow her Instagram, it's uh, called Like It Weird. Um, They do a lot of shows, or not shows, uh... Flea markets and stuff like that. Vendor events Vendor where events. we sell our products. Yeah. yeah. Really dope. But she makes Mom, really cool magnets too. We didn't just bring her here to be her plug. You know, today is a very, very special episode. Isn't that right, Britt? Yes, it's a Mother's Day. It's our Mother's Day episode. Mommy Dearest episode. Episode 14, Mommy Dearest. Thank you. Um, this episode, we're going to talk about how much mothers love their children. Oh yeah, so much love. So much love, or maybe not enough love, or it's an omnibus of a lot of crazy mom things, mom stories. (laughs) Yeah, we're diving into some crime, am I right? Crime, you know, folklore, just different things involving mothers, because we love ours so much, and we don't want her to murder us in our sleep. (laughs) No, so we're going to tell you about all the mothers who just did it wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Wrong, right? It depends on your point of view of how things played out anyways um before we get into the episode do you want to open it up first you want to tell us something interesting about you mother wise well not so much about me but did you know that 200 women um kill their kids in the united states each year oh my gosh <laughs> yeah just like pop that off um just good really thing good. We were, good thing we weren't one of those children right <laughs> a good thing she wasn't one of those mothers <laughs> and you know they're often not found guilty either Really? No. Yep. Um, 68% of the women are sent to mental institutions. Only 27% get sent to prison. Huh. And uh, if it happened to a man, well, you're shit out of luck. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> 72% of you dudes are sent to prison and 14% get sent to mental hospitals. Jeez. So I guess the takeaway from this is don't kill your kids unless you're ser- looking to serve time. <laughs> or become a woman. Oh, I think another thing is like, okay, for, in my opinion, when it comes to like mother murdering children, I feel like, I I feel like we have special bonds with mothers. You know what I mean? Like, I think it's more taboo for a mother to take the life of her child because you carry that shit in your stomach for like 12 years. And oftentimes moms are seen as like nurturing Nurturing and the epitome of... So it's like so taboo, right? Yeah. Yeah. But you have to look at nature. I mean, look at sharks. Did you know sharks, when they have their young in their stomachs, the young eat each other? And then there's some species where the um, parent eats the child for substance. So, you know, it's found in nature. I just think it's crazy. First off, your obsession with <laughs> obsession with sharks is insane. You guys this have no is... idea. When it's summer, my mom will tag us on Facebook posts about people being eaten by shark every I, day. I probably get I probably get a good shark post maybe once a month. Yeah, pretty much. You know what? I grew up with Jaws, and so when the kids were little, I would not let them go in the water past their knees. I was afraid of sharks. I I hated the ocean. I mean, okay. Aside from the whole shark thing, I think it's crazy that you would, you literally sacrifice your body, like, 
for these children only to like get rid of them like and kill them and stuff like that. And to me it's just it's insane I would have just did it to be but you know what terrible. some of the mothers are insane like these True. cases that we're going to talk about Britt some of the cases I'm going to share with you it is it, they were literally nuts you wonder how they went so long having a kid when they're talking about like Jesus told them to murder their babies like yeah, like most people schizophrenia and stuff like that. Yeah, untreated, like that. yeah, untreated mental health issues, and then having to deal with your own mental health, and you know, providing for some kids. Like, that's true. Not to you know, justify them killing their kids, but that's hard. Hey, but what about the families where the kids are little shits? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I swear, just kidding. <laughs> oh my god. Well, you know what? Okay, there have been a couple times. I'm a dog mom, so I don't have no kids. Jessica's a dog mom. We don't have children, so we can't really relate to mothers aside from being dog moms. That's why we brought in our expert, Chandra. Yeah, we brought in the expert, the mom who had like, how many kids you got? Like 12 kids, I, but we're the only ones I, that I have five kids and one stepson, so that's six. And the kids but in the there basement, was eight right? of you at one time. No, just kidding. Oh, <laughs> there wasn't. <wow. laughs> there wasn't. Is that why you don't let us dig up the garden, mother? <laughs> yeah. Wait, is this her confession? I think so. You heard it. It's cool girls exclusive. There you go. <laughs> anyway, so back to the subject with mothers. Um, so the first thing we're going to be talking about is like true crime moms. That sounds like a really bad title for stuff. First off, true crime moms. It sounds like a bunch of moms sit together and talk about true crime. Over tea, huh? Over tea or something <laughs> like that. Um, anyways, uh, you guys have some people that you want to share with me, these crazy mothers who did some crazy stuff. I think Jessica has a good one, no, Jess? Yeah, but I'm sitting here and, you know, this one's pretty gruesome. I think that's going to be like my warning beforehand warning. for you guys. We're just going to go in and we're going to go in hard. Hard and deep. Jesus. <laughs> okay, maybe not deep. Just, just maybe not. Okay. So can I say it? <laughs> what say what? That's what she said. Oh my god. <laughs> this is turning into a that's what she said podcast. Anyways, go go Jessica. Okay. Let us know who's our first uh, topic of discussion. Our first topic is Dina Schlosser. Schlosser. I'm probably butchering that name, but she was born in 1969. Which um Chandra, isn't that when you were born? That is when I was born. Oh. Coincidentally, all right. She look. I I don't know, but November twenty second. Does that mean she's a Scorpio? Yes, it does. Okay. Okay. Yeah. No, wait. November twenty second. Yeah. 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 That's Scorpio. Okay. So, she is a woman from Texas. Who... Oh, makes sense. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> that's just the start. So we know it's Texas. So we already know it's going to be bad. Are you guys ready? Go ready. for it. Okay. So this one's a little disturbing. So. Dina Schlosser, in 2004, used a knife to amputate the arms of her 11-month-old daughter, Margaret, who died as a result. So, from the 911 call, which was incredibly disturbing, um, it was heard over the line, a gospel song playing in the background, called He Touched Me, playing in the background. And when the officers arrived to the scene of the crime, they saw this woman just calm as can be, sitting down, covered, absolutely covered in blood, holding the knife that she used to amputate her daughter's arms. And as she was sitting there, as the police entered, she was singing Christian hymns. So, um, hours, they said hours after her arrest, the police even went on record saying that they heard her say over and over again, chanting rhythmically, thank you, Jesus, thank you, Lord. So, oh my gosh, that's sad. Let me tell you a little bit about the murder. So the day after Margaret was born, her daughter, Schlosser tried to attempt suicide. She was hospitalized in a psych ward and she was diagnosed with psychotic features and bipolar disorder. She had been investigated a couple times by the Texas Child Protective Service Office. Um, people have even reported her. She couldn't be alone with her children. It was ordered by CPS that she was not allowed to be alone with her kids. So as a result of this, her sister-in-law came to live with her. That way, CBS could lift that order. Where was the sister at when this baby was being... You you got me. I don't know. But that's kind of worrisome, isn't it? So what it went along was that this woman started to believe that her daughter Margaret was going to marry this guy named Dole Davidson, who was a veterinary who had just become her pastor. And the day... 
before she attacked her daughter Margaret, she had told her husband that she wanted to give the daughter to Davidson, the pastor. What? So, yes. So she was already making plans. That's what was going on in this woman's head. And I'm not sure why this is, wasn't a red flag for anyone, but it's pretty much how it went. So, like I said, she was going to try to give it to the pastor. Later that day, according to a very confidential, now, you know, made to the public CPS report, he had spanked her with a wooden spoon in front of their children. She had fatally injured Margaret while her other two daughters weren't harmed. So it seemed like throughout all these delusions, she was just targeting her daughter, Margaret. Jesus. Yeah. Why did you have to start off so gruesome? Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's crazy. That it's it's your what? Well, when you said Jesus, I was gonna say that's what she said. My, oh my god! I'm oh, sorry. It's so bad. <laughs> A way to really change the mood. <laughs> yeah, that's the fuck. That's the fuck no, up. That's yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. Okay, so you know that little fact that they say that most people who have delusions, they're like religious delusions? Yeah. Have you heard that? Mom, have you heard that before? No, I haven't heard that. Yeah, so I guess the thing is people who have like schizophrenia or bipolar disorder or who are kind of manic often like have like they're quoting Bible scripture or they say Jesus is coming for me and they're doing stuff for the Lord. Like it's pretty common to see. I think there's something about religion that makes crazy people even crazier. But... Um, a psychologist testified that this woman had told him about a news story about a boy who was mauled by lions. And in her brain, she interpreted that as the sign of the coming apocalypse. So a lot of her delusions were religiously centered. She said that she heard God commanding her to take off Margaret's arms and then to take off her own arms. But, you know, as comes out, she attacked her daughter, but she didn't touch herself. Oh, yeah, man. so it's often described as kind of like a religious frenzy, but they think that she was suffering from a psychosis, like a postpartum psychosis. I, I could see that. Yeah, I yeah. could see that too. So a lot this, of people suffer like that. Yeah, this woman like really, really needed help. And obviously she was insane. Like I think the police knew the moment that they picked her up that she was not in her right frame of mind. So, of course, she was found um, not guilty by reason of insanity. And she went on to be committed to the North Texas State Hospital. And she was supposed to stay there until she's no longer deemed, you know, a threat to herself or a threat to others. Hmm, that's sad. Real sad. I don't know if you know this woman, Andrea Yates. Have you guys heard of her? Uh, she sounds yeah. familiar. Okay, yeah, so she's also a Texas woman who drowned her five kids in a bathtub. Do you remember that story? Oh, yeah, yeah I, I do. Yeah, they, that was horrible. Okay, so they were roommates in the northern or the North Texas State Hospital. What? Yeah, so someone thought it was a great idea to put them in a room together. That's what? Yeah. Insane. Oh my. (laughs) That's insane. That is insane. (laughs) I gotta hand it to you. That's insane. (laughs) Sorry, I'm sorry. Oh my goodness. Oh jeez. I'm gonna um, fill you guys in on a little little something that went on with this case. Okay, give us so, a little something-something. So, you remember that pastor I was telling you about? The one that she was trying to give Margaret to? Yes. So, that pastor in his church, he thought that mental illness was de- demonic. Which, you know, unfortunately, some religious people think that. They think that, you know, mental illness isn't a resort of brain activity, but from outside forces. So, he believed that it was demonic. And his belief partly led to why this woman's husband stopped buying her medication regularly. Oh, no. Oh, that's yeah. not always what it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So she was taking antipsychotics for several years before she even killed her daughter. But I guess with this guy's influence and with the influence from the husband, she wasn't taking her medicine regularly. And we know if you're not taking it regularly, it's going to cause obviously some issues yeah definitely some issues this guy even under oath as he was testifying he said that all mental illness is demonic at the very center wow mm-hmm. you know i don't understand people i really don't I, I... but you know what as a result because it was televised and everyone heard his testimony his ministry was canceled everywhere outside oh, the mental oh, goodness. Goodness. Yeah. That's so, Hallelujah. <laughs> Mom, are you having a religious psychosis? I, I am. I'm having a religious psychosis. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, but well, that's, so that's good though. That yeah. 
So that's good. Um, you know, but there, it's not always about the religion, Jesse. I mean, sometimes it's just about mothers being fucked up. Yeah. No, I mean, listen to this absolutely. one. Bakersfield, California. This is just recently. A woman killed her teenage daughter's newborn baby. Get this. To prevent from shaming the family. What a fucking bitch. Yeah. 15 years old. And she gave birth to her daughter in the bathroom at the family's Bakersfield home. And uh, the mother was upset and drowned the baby. That's horrible. She drowned the baby and then had a, a funeral for it in the backyard. And even the father attended. A funeral what? for like it was a dog. Like you're gonna yep, bury the dog yep. in the backyard. Oh, that's one buried under the tree. Yeah. Okay. I'm not here to judge people, but I'm judging this lady hard. There's so many people out there who want babies. Just you know, take it to the fire department, people. There you, go. you could leave it at the front door. They'll take it. PSA. Yeah, but how sad for the daughter. She had the baby and, you know, and you you expect your family to be around you at that time, especially your mom to help you out and. No, let's not keep it. Let's take it in the backyard and bury it. That's how sad. how crazy that we're talking about horrible mothers and here our mother is being so angelic and giving us the greatest. No, she's <laughs> such a princess. <laughs> princess. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean, yeah. these stories are always really tough, especially when you really. <sighs> you guys are blowing my mind with all this. I'm just sitting back and enjoying the show. To be honest with you. Um, well, that's some real crime stuff. What about some folklore, Britt? I know that's your that's your thing. That's yeah. her forte. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, my mom's phone just turned on and said some weird stuff right now. It's <laughs> Siri be trying to possess us yeah. over here. <laughs> oh, you know what? I totally forgot to mention this, which is weird. It, I should have mentioned this in the beginning of the show, but I really wanted to tell my mom about it. So before we get into folklore... I actually have been having a little bit of like a paranormal thing that's been happening to me lately, which is really weird. Ooh, is this our paranormal break? Is our paranormal break? Well, not really paranormal. It's just the weird stuff that's been happening. So a couple months ago, you know how you told me that your phone light turned on on your yeah. phone? Yeah. Okay. So within the last two weeks, I shit you not. I shit you not. I had my phone and I set it on the table and like turned it off, you know, just setting it down. I went to the kitchen and I came back and the flashlight on my phone was on. Wow. That was the first time. The second time I was at work and same thing, like I was using my phone to talk to my boss, put my phone down, came back and the light on my phone was on. That's crazy. I wanted to tell you that before I forgot. Yeah, it happened to me twice too. Yeah, it was weird. It was very, very weird. Yeah. It was weird. It's anyway. <laughs> anyway, so that was just something I was want to throw in there before we get into the folklore. So recently I saw the movie La Llorona. I know I don't say it right. La Llorona. I'm half Hispanic. I pronounce things really wrong. Anyways, it was a really good movie. I don't know if anyone has seen it yet. Spoilers, it's exactly the same as the folklore, which is typically, it takes place in Mexico. It usually involves a beautiful woman married to a rich man. They usually have two kids. It's usually two boys from all the legends that I've heard from my grandparents telling me it. And the story originally was that she became really jealous of her husband when he started you know messing around with a younger more beautiful woman and so she took her two boys and she drowned them in a river and i'm not sure what river it was but i know that it does lead into like california and stuff like that which was really creepy um and then of course being as young as we are growing up in our with our hispanic family we've always heard the story of go ahead jesse say her name since i suck at it La Llorona. Yeah. <laughs> so we've, I've always heard stories about that. And usually like it's when we're upset or crying and um, my dad or our cousins or my grandma would be like, you better stop crying or La Llorona is going to get you. That or the cucuy <laughs> under your bed. The cucuy is where I remember that. I remember that. But she's one of like the motherly folklore tales. Another kind of folklore, which I wanted to do like lighten the mood since y'all be talking about depressing stuff, is um they call her the... The elder woman, which is like a Scandinavian folklore. Um, the elder woman is usually an elderly woman. Um, they People usually pray to her when their children get sick. And she's more like a guardian spirit. So you have like La Llorona who'll be snatching up your children and drowning them. As compared to like other folklore where mothers are more like a guardian light and stuff like that. I know we're trying to do creepy moms. But <laughs> I don't want no old lady hanging around me when I'm sick. In my opinion. Just... <laughs> Well, look, there's Mother Earth, Mother Nature. Yeah, Mother Nature is a bitch. (laughs) She is. 
<laughs> bitch. I hate Mother Nature because it's either really, really hot or really, really cold. There's never an in-between. Like, she, and then she'd be changing her mind. We thought it was going to rain today. It is sunny and hot. Oh, and <laughs> she could mess you up. Mother Nature can throw you a tsunami, What's earthquake, the, any of that stuff. What's the saying that Mother Nature doesn't need us, so we need Mother Nature? Like, if she doesn't want us, she can literally, like, rule. Yeah. Like, She's like a dog. She shakes and everybody flies off her back. Did you just call Don't Mother Nature a dog, Mom? Yeah, she Oh, my gosh. I'm just saying, like, mother folklore is you either have, like, this guiding light to bring you wisdom, like our beautiful mother, or you have, like, mother trying to snatch up your kids and kill them, Casey Anthony kind of shit, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Just different folklore like that. I also, like, love it when they put, like, incorporate mothers into movies, like, for horror movies. I'm a horror movie buff. I love it. I like when they do, like, I saw the movie Mama. Oh, oh that was a good that one. Movie that so movie is so creepy. It's it like it's been out enough that we can do like spoilers, right? Okay. That's okay. So, I went to go see Mama in the theater with a friend and the moment where they give her like the bones of her baby and she just throws them off a cliff. Yeah. I laughed so hard. I felt what? awful. Why would you I was like, "Really? You give her the baby and she's just like, shoop, not and my problem." Like, yeah. <laughs> For me, like that movie was so it was so creepy with that little girl that's like crawling on the floor. Yeah, yeah and like, freaky. like in that movie, it was kind of portrayed like, oh, a mother's love lasts through lifetimes. But then at the same time, like she prefers the living children over her dead baby. Yeah, she's like, I don't want this. She's just gone. Mom, it's mom, more... what's that song used to sing? Dead puppies aren't that much fun. Oh. I think it applies the same way. Right? <laughs> I've never dead heard that song. Either. Dead puppies aren't much fun. My puppy died late last fall. He's still rotting in the hall. My mother says his days are through. She's going to throw him in the stew. Dead puppies aren't much fun. No, so, no, no. That is great. So I you can kind of see where we get our we get those, our stuff from, right? Oh, my Don't God. Don't you remember? Those were the nursery rhymes I used to sing to you. She said that shit to me. No she didn't wonder, sing that to you. No wonder we had a paranormal podcast. Look at this shit that we grew up with. Jesus Christ. You know what? I'm going to make you sing that song, and I'm going to put it at the intro to Google Girls. Just a creepy little song. We'll put some, we'll put some like, whoosh noise in the background, some, like, thunder and drum roll, and you can record her. Or some dogs going, arr, arr. Oh, I just have to open the door. You can hear my dogs. It's the same yeah, thing. Same oh, thing, wow. Huh? That's really creepy. You have any other creepy mother nursery rhymes like that? Oh, Jesus. I have tons and tons and tons. Oh, my God. Well, what if you don't remember them? I probably tried to black it out. It's horrible stuff. <laughs> horrible. Anyways, okay. So, mother folklore, I think, back to the subject before we get on to this creepy stuff, I think it also plays, like, a different role in, like, the movies that we release and stuff like that. Because, like, usually when you have, like, a horror movie that comes out, there's always, like, a mom trying to protect her kids. And then, like, like in The Conjuring when she was trying to protect her kids and they always go after like the moms and make them crazy to kill their kids. Have you yeah, guys ever noticed yeah, that? Yeah, that's It's creepy. like everyone's always praying on these poor mothers trying <laughs> to get them to kill their kids. Well, because it's something unnatural to see a mother go completely opposite to where she focuses on hurting the child versus nurturing the child. That's something you don't normally see. So it's kind of a creepy thing. Yeah, like it's like a very taboo kind of thing. Right. I think that's like, is that everything just comes to like what is taboo and what's okay and what's not okay like i think i'm more scared of like i'm not even scared of little ghost children i'm scared of like women ghosts if that freaks anyone out like that's some scary stuff like i want to see people standing in my room i can handle a little ghost girl i could punch the little ghost girl i can't <gasps> punch like a oh i'm creeping myself out <laughs> not good not good <laughs> anyway so that was some of the folklore that i thought was really interesting like la llorona which is like killer trying to steal your kids drown them and all that like crying in the middle of the night as compared to like a scandinavian folklore which it was more like a nurturing guiding light and stuff like that and then we have just a bunch of like different view points of views of how a mother is and how she could also be like she brought you into this world she could take you out yeah well you know talking about the um the folklore there's a lot of folklore. When I was a kid, I remember going camping with my mom and we'd sit light up on the hill and she would tell us a story about a woman who basically the same thing. She stood in front of this cave with a light looking for her kids. She had lost kids. 
And at night we would see this light up on the hill and it would freak us out. And we could have sworn it was a woman with a lantern trying to signal her children to come home. What it was was cars passing the overpass and a light would shine up on the hill and, you know, it would do a flicker. I think I but remember that story. Yeah, that you probably so remember good. your aunt or remember, something. I remember, I remember. That. That's like the creepiest thing though. Like, like I said, just if you want to tell a creepy story, always mother looking for her lost children. And if you wander too far from the campsite, mother going to snatch you up. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, b- back to our subject. So we just finished talking about folklore. Jessica, you got anything you want to dish out over here? I mean, I only have really dark stuff for you guys. <laughs> we like the dark. Yeah, see, see what we're doing? We're taking a break. You give us a really heavy story, I give you guys the comedic break that okay, you guys so all <laughs> Are you ready to get fucked up again? Are you ready to get effed up, mother? Sorry. I am. See, she okay. doesn't cuss in front of me. Yeah, you <laughs> right? <laughs> okay, so I'm going to tell you guys, maybe more for our viewers, a little bit about Andrea Yates. So that was the woman from our previous story who was roommates in the North Texas State Hospital um, who drowned her five kids. Which I'm still confused as to why they will put these two women in the same room together. So... Listeners, if you don't know who Andrea Yates is, this is about to upset you. Because, yeah, I want to know why these two ladies were in the same room together. Because it is a whole mashup of ugly. So, Andrea Yates, um, growing up, she was captain of her swim team. She was valedictorian, super smart girl. Her boyfriends were well off. She dated a guy who was like a programmer for NASA. Um, But she did deal with postpartum psychosis. So what's known about Andrea Yates, also from Texas, she had drowned all of her children, five of them, one by one, in her bathtub. So her husband, Rusty, usually didn't leave her alone with the kids. It was kind of ordered that he didn't leave her alone. But she was receiving treatment, so he thought maybe for an hour she'll be fine. His mother would come over, you know, kind of watch them with Andrea to make sure nothing happened. So... As he always does, he leaves for work. She's alone with the kids for an hour before his mother is on her way. And Andrea had got up that morning, set up breakfast for her kids. All of her kids are eating breakfast. And one by one, she led them into the bathroom. So the first victim she had was her three-year-old son, Paul. Paul was also referred to as Perfect Paul because it was said by Andrea that he was the child who gave her the least problems. So she said it was real easy. She drawn Paul, she picked him up, put him in her bed and put his head on a pillow, kind of like he was posed. Next came Luke, her two-year-old son, same treatment as Paul. He had drowned him and took him into the bedroom and put him in the arms of the other child and put them in bed together, like all propped up. The next was her youngest child, Mary, only six months old. She had been nursing on a bottle while the other brothers were killed. At this point, Andrea had already killed three of them. She drowned Mary and then left her floating in the tub. It was by that time that her seven-year-old son, Noah, who, you know, could could kind of understand what was really happening, um, entered the bathroom and asked his mom what was wrong with Mary. Sensing danger, he actually ran away. But he was chased and he was captured by Andrea. Andrea took him into the bathroom. He put up a struggle. She said he was the only one to have struggled. And that she was, and I'm sorry, it's going to get graphic, but this is, you know, the public information we have on this case is that she tried to drown Noah. She brought him back up to see if he was dead. He said, I'm, and then she put him back in the water. And in her... Um, when she went to testify, she said she didn't know what he was going to say. If he was going to say, I'm sorry, which he had no reason to be sorry or what. But she put him back into the water and she drowned him. Oh, so sad. Yeah. Hey, that is so messed up. You know, but that's that's mental health. And, you know, if, yeah. if anybody's responsible, I would think it's the father for leaving her alone with those kids. When you know someone has a mental illness like that, oh, you can't I couldn't, trust, trust I, their judgment. I couldn't know? even picture how he must... Oh, he must feel so guilty, so horrible, you know? That's mm-hmm. that's horrible because, stuff. Because, you know what, he was warned not to leave her unsupervised, and he felt that he could have because his mom was going to come over. But what I think the really fucked up part is, is that Andrea did. She ended up calling 911, very emotionless. She told them to come over immediately. 
After that, she called her husband Rusty to tell him exactly what she had done. She said, you need to come home. And he said, okay, is anyone hurt? And she said, yes. He asked her who, and she said the children. And she said all of them. Oh, man. That's sad. That's rough. That's yeah. so rough. Yeah. When the cops came, they said she was composed and that it looked as if all five of her children were posed in the bed. There was one of them was holding Mary, the youngest. Another one was cupping his brother. Immediately, she confessed. There was She wasn't even trying to hide it. Nothing in her psychosis told her to blame someone else. She took full responsibility. You know, she also said the devil made her do it. That was another thing. Um, her reason, though, for doing it was because she didn't believe she was a good mother and that her children had were not developing correctly. Mm, right. Yeah, you know, mental illness. There's just, you know, you can't explain it. You don't know what's going on in someone else's uh, head. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's a that's a really tough situation. Really sad. Yeah, it was it absolutely horror. It was a case that really rocked Texas, and you know, it did happen. You know, around that same time as our previous murders that we had mentioned. Um. But yeah, same thing. This lady was, the reason she had five kids was because she wanted to be fruitful. She wanted to have as many kids as possible. She thought it was God's will, you know. But like I said, psychosis, they kind of relate to those religious things. Not that it's anything to do with religion, but it kind of helps fuel their psychosis. Right, She was talking about eternal hellfire and that Satan was going to come into her life and that she should be a devout Christian. And that kind of helped, I guess... I don't know, maybe in these people's head, it kind of makes it feel right. You right. know, like, I think if they think that they got Jesus on their side, they can do whatever. But again, that's kind of like a twisted way to see it. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. But they said after her first child, Noah, is when she kind of really had um, disturbing, you know, violent visions. And she said she saw someone getting stabbed in one of her visions. And it was after the birth of her son, Luke, her first ch- fourth child, that she started hearing Satan's voice urging her to kill her kids. Yeah, it's like, gosh, stop at one. Stop at none. Mm-hmm. And yeah. another case, because she's, I mean, they, they knew, you know, they knew that she was unstable. They knew that she was dangerous. Um, in 1999, her husband came home and found her chewing on her fingers. But no, not on her nails, on her literal fingers. Oh man. Mm-hmm. Okay, first off, don't talk about fingers. I have a very like my <laughs> biggest pet peeve and like fears when people talk about like fingers and stuff like that, like getting chopped off or nails. Oh, I cannot handle nails being. Is pulled. that because of me? Oh no, you weren't there that time. What happened? One Halloween, I had a fake finger. Um, no, I was and, there for. Oh, you were there for it. I yeah. was there for it. For the I was in the kitchen everything. chopping vegetables. The kids were all in the living room, and they start going, ah, ah, and the kids come running in, and I'm like, I have this bloody finger. I call my finger. Call nine one one, and the kids were freaking out. But it was just a joke. But it was um, yeah, the kids were all mad at me. <laughs> it was. Terrible. I thought it was funny. No, was not so funny. funny. Oh, my God. These are always, like, heavy, hard ones, which I'm just like, ugh. Ugh. Like, that fucked up story. Why are you going to give me these effed up stories? How about we get some ones where the moms got justice? Like, Okay, look, there's this one just recently I saw on TV, and I can't give you the names or anything, but um, it was just the other day I was watching a news program, and this woman... She separated from her husband. She had teenage twin daughters. They were 17. I think this happened in 2016, 2016 or 2017, but her her twins were 17 years old. And um, they stayed with the dad because she divorced from the dad, but he made her move out. So she would come and see them all the time, spend time with them. And uh, he called her up to come sign some papers or get some paperwork, I think, having to do with their divorce. So she says she walks in the house and she sees her daughters on the couch watching a Friends episode, which, you know, she said her daughter loved the Friends episode. And she um, goes into the kitchen where the dad is and um, he pulls out a gun and he puts it to her head and he says uh you know i'm gonna make you suffer and she's like what where's the girls he's like i already killed them and she said before she could even think about what he said he took the gun shot her in the legs and then shot himself in the head and killed himself and he had killed the twin girls previously before her getting there 
He wanted her to suffer the rest of her life. What an asshole. So, yeah, big time asshole. Reoccurring theme here. So sad. Mental health is very important. Yeah. Just gonna put that out there. Did you guys watch that? Um, It's a Hulu movie that just came out. It's about, oh, God, what's her name? It's about Dee Dee. Dee Dee Blanchard. Oh, yeah. She's a mother. Okay. And she had, how old was her daughter? I think her daughter was. Her daughter was like 19 or in her 20s or something. Something by the like end that. Of it. I don't remember how old her. Her daughter, Gypsy Rose. Yeah. And um, she pretty much made her daughter think that her daughter was dying. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, so yeah, yeah. I know she, what you're talking so about. She right. think that the daughter had illnesses. And wouldn't daughter, let her walk. She wouldn't let her walk. She would like deprive her of different nutrients. Like, she all this fucked up thing to her daughter. So her daughter killed her. Wow. So who's to blame in that? Yeah, exactly. And the daughter's serving time right now, too. Yeah, which I'm like, look, I personally don't think that the daughter should be held accountable. Yeah, she did murder the mom, but, like, she she lost her whole childhood because of that. And didn't her boyfriend have, like, autism or something? Yeah, I heard that, too. Something like that. And she was, like, she wasn't able to, like developmentally mature because her mom made her treat her like a child yeah, like she would it's yeah. all psychological she would give her pills that she didn't even need to take yeah so yeah make it her was sick terrible. there's a, a name for that munchen syndrome yeah something like something that something like that it's horrible like that kind of shit was like i say justice delivered you hey can't. what about that family that um the 17 kids and what was it oh that your cousin okay. took the 911 oh, phone yeah. call for yeah. Our co- I don't know if you guys it was in um it was San in, Bernardino uh, right no no it wasn't in San Bernardino it was in Marino Par- Valley I think Paris. Paris it was in Paris yeah Paris but the California version of Paris yeah. okay <laughs> um so our cousin works for police dispatch I'm not gonna tell you who it is or well can we I don't think no you, can. you can't tell it yeah not anyway, a good idea name but she she took that call that nine one one call for those seventeen kids she right? was honored she got like a medal or something yeah she did she got honored and everything but um she said that uh when thirteen she, kids thirteen kids sorry she said I thought it was more than that I think no. it was thirteen thirteen yeah, um she told me I talked to her about that case yeah. and she told me that when she talked to the girl I love my cousin so much she's so she's such a good person but she told me when she talked to the girl that she really thought the girl was a runaway and that you know she yeah. was just doing her job as a dispatcher. And, like, she thought that the girl was really, really young because she said she, like, talked like she was maybe, like... Yeah, if you heard the 911 call she that came like out... Yeah, she sounded yeah, like a little... Yeah, she sounded like a little girl. Like a little, little, tiny, tiny girl. But I think yeah. that girl was, what, 17 or something like that? Yeah, 17. 17 or something. But I'm so proud of my cousin. Good, uh, good job. Shout out to you, cuz. That was really good. Um, But I think that they they found him guilty, right? Of, yeah, like, the yeah. Turpins. The daughter yeah. and the what was son the name? testified. Turpins. Turpins, Turpin that was her name, yeah. Yeah, they testified. They said that they robbed them of their life, which they did. You know, they robbed them They're of never a, a childhood. Get that back, ever. No. I even no. remember when that case first broke, because you could look them up on Facebook, and you could see pictures of these kids in this family all dressed alike, all super skinny and small. Like, they were malnourished. So the reason why the older kids looked like they were 12, 13 is because, you know, they didn't have the nutrients in their body to grow. So they were all stunted. And yeah, that, that shit fucked me up because that's like not one kid, not two kids, not even like five. It was thirteen kids shackled, shackled all of them. Yeah, and it, that shit was so sad. But I remember reading that one of the kids actually went to college for a little bit. Yeah, but wow. the mom like waited or something outside the car, and yeah, it was like totally supervised. There was no freedom. You know, that's insane. Is that mental illness too, or like that's fucking crazy bitch right there? I don't know. <laughs> there you go. Shit. That's just fucked up yeah i would have rebelled against them there's 13 of them and only like two parents i know you would have overthrown them maybe with a spoon some of these kids were in their 20s yeah you know looked like they were like 14 and they probably had the mental capacity of you know being 14 that's sad i remember that they were saying that they were checking the property for any like children that were like deceased and stuff like that just Mm. in case yeah you never know but they said she had a small kid, like a two-year-old or three, something. Three, yeah, that um, she treated well, and yeah, that was, was a fat little baby. If you saw it, I think that stuff probably doesn't come in until later. Yeah, could be. You know, could be. Or it could have been the Joshua of the family, the favorite, <laughs> the favorite child, the favorite <laughs> child. 
You're each my favorite when you're alone with me. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> pretty much. That's pretty accurate. Yeah. Anyways, that's that's a lot of some crazy, crazy stuff. You guys are making me so depressed with all these mother. <laughs> Everyone's going to be things. suspicious of their mothers on uh, Mother's Day. They're going to be like, right? I got to get her something good. <laughs> I'm going to buy my mom a new knife set since I don't live with her. <laughs> <laughs> there oh you go. God. Good thing we don't have bathtubs at our house. <laughs> Your house. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Anyways, these these stories have been really, really upsetting. I'm so sorry, viewers, if you guys thought this was going to be a episode of motherly love. No. We don't do that. That's not the ghoul girl's way. That's too nice. That's too nice. This isn't about happy podcasts. It's not the Ellen show. This is not the Ellen DJ. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) This ain't Oprah. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Anyways, um, what do we got coming up next, Jess? Ooh. Ooh, let me think about it. Because, you know what? I just have, like, I've got some dark stuff over here. And now I'm questioning myself. Okay, I'm getting in my this? own head. We're going to switch off. We'll take a letter note. Let's talk to our mother. Our mother has some very interesting stories that I've been trying to get her to tell us. I love my mom. You guys have to understand. She's the most creepiest person I've ever met in my life. <laughs> I've invited people over to my mom's house. I feel like I should charge them admission. It's like I'm to walking to her house. It's, I feel like I'm walking around like Ripley's Believe It or Not. Yeah, <laughs> like I'm I'm trying to make friends overseas so I can import her like a chopped off hand or something like that because it would complete her collection. It's so yeah. I, I do have a shrunken head, so a shrunken hand would be kind of cool. That would be pretty yeah. dope. Please don't tell people you have a real shrunken head because <laughs> I do not want to be responsible for the police showing up you, at your house. You'll have to post it on your uh, on your site. Yeah. Follow us on Instagram. I'm always at my mother's house. You just have to see it. So can I ask you a question? Sure. What really, what do you think really brought you into like the creepy side of the world? Like what really made you so interested and the so The lady's into... born two days before Halloween. I think it's that, in her that, blood. That kind of yeah. Up. So like you having your birthday, did you always have like Halloween themed birthdays? Or... Yeah. You know, my mom said when I was born that all of her friends came to the hospitals to see me dressed up in Halloween costumes because I was born on the 29th and I was discharged on Halloween. So everybody that came to see the new baby were dressed up coming from Halloween parties. So I think the first things I saw were creepy things and it just carried on from <laughs> she's there. like so this is what guys know, life back is in like. 1969 i have seen pictures of the way people would dress in halloween costumes they they were scary they had some fucked up halloween costumes back then creepy 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 suits and stuff so if i was a newborn baby looking at all that i think my head would be pretty messed up too <laughs> um well growing up i my mom liked to tell some ghost stories and, and we carry that tradition on in our family as you know I mean, we're all into ghost stories and Halloween and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, like my favorite thing about growing up with my mom is that she would make giant ass dummies and sit them in our front lawn. And it was oh, just yeah. the greatest. It was the creepiest, we, the best Halloween decoration. We even got one year the police came to my door and told me I had to take the dummies down from the tree because they looked too real and people kept calling and saying... Um, there's dead bodies hanging from the tree next door. <laughs> oh my god! So yeah, they they made me take those down. But yep. What squares, huh? Yeah. What squares? Yeah. No, people never liked me living next door to them. <laughs> I I would love to live next door to my mom. She's the creepiest stuff, the creepiest stories. I'm telling you, you guys gotta follow her like it weird page. Even if you don't, even if you don't buy whatever she's buying, you just it's so beautiful. Like she makes these really beautiful. What kind of boxes are they? Um, I call them shadow boxes. I just did one recently that was um, a bedroom murder scene. That was kind of cool. And guys, she hand makes these with her beautiful, delicate, little motherly, creepy hands. (laughs) She puts these things together. It's really small. They're really freaking dope. I'm waiting for her to make me one, which she still hasn't. I told her I want an alien autopsy room. Yeah, that's going to be my next box. I'm thinking about that. Her Indiana Jones one, amazing. I loved it. (laughs) <laughs> they're but, fun but it's just cool like you always had this like really big desire for halloween and stuff like that oh yeah come on you know it growing up i mean i think uh one year i made a mummy a life-size mummy and he stayed in our living room for two years i remember that i remember <laughs> you know that. i'd create these really cool spooky looking things and i just didn't want to put them away after halloween you got addicted i got addicted yeah so do you have any like scary ghost stories that happened to you when you were younger 
Um, you know, I do have ghost stories, but really the ghost stories that I like are the ones that I told or made up or my yeah. mother made up. Yeah. Like, I don't know if you remember or not, Britt, but the one that I told about, um, I used to, where I worked before next door to me was a Cuban guy that, uh, ran one of these, uh, shops, you know, with all the Virgin Mary statues, but he had like okay. statues of the saints and the ones for the mafia yeah. and the creepy skulls and all that. And and he'd also do a uh, voodoo in his back room. Like, um, he'd always dress all in white and, uh, we'd have to write him letters telling him to stop killing the chickens and leaving them in the trash dumpster, <laughs> wow. you know, that kind of stuff. And, um, I also, during that time I worked down the street from a graveyard that was elevated. Um, I think it's called the Rose something cemetery. Ooh, in yeah. In LA uh, on yeah. Washington, it's one of the oldest cemeteries, but it has holes in the wall and the dirt falls onto the sidewalk coming out the sides. So I told you kids about how early in the morning I'd go to work and I'd see this guy going to the cemetery and he would sweep the dirt up into jars. That story messed me and, up. And I, you know, I was like, why is he doing that? You know, and I talked to him and he said it was, you know, because it's holy cemetery dirt. The bodies rot and they rot into the dirt and the soil seeps out into the sidewalk. And he scoops it up and puts it in jars. And we were, we were outside, me with the kids, and we were telling stories around the campfire. And I brought out a jar of dirt, and I told the kids, so, you up. know, we're going to really, you know, try to contact some spirits. And I threw some of the dirt onto the onto the bonfire. The kids just freaked out, screaming and crying. And it wasn't true, but, you know, I, I'd, I'd get the juices crying. flowing. And she's telling the story with a little chuckle. Yeah, yeah. there was. <laughs> but that's... That's the fun, you know, that creativity and the scariness and the what ifs and the supernatural, all of it and wrapped up together. Us believing our mom was crazy enough to collect graveyard dirt <laughs> at five in the morning. I remember <laughs> when we lived in Highland Park, my mother made a seance for us, and she freaked out my friends by tying string and turning the lights on and off. That was the kind of yeah. I got a bunch of fishing wire, and before the kids came over, I attached the fishing wire to certain things and then different parts of my body, and um, then I put. Uh, some nails on the top of the kitchen table with the tablecloth and then wore rings so the nails were under my rings so as I lifted my hands the table moved and I would move different parts of my body and things in the house would move and oh my gosh the kids just freaked out it was yeah. awesome my mom liked to pretend to be a psychic many times no we <laughs> one time she was psychic today. I know but one time when we were younger my mom went with a party it was a Halloween party and my mom's like let me dress up and I'll pretend to be the psychic so my mom was giving these fake psychic readings to people who were drunk out of their minds. And she told me, Jessica, you're small enough. Get under the table. And when I give you a signal, start moving stuff. And man, I've never seen drunk people run so fast. It was great. I remember that. Do you remember the people were lined up around the block? Yeah. And that party was actually my birthday party. And I the whole party you I spent know. inside of this tent giving psychic readings because I, I couldn't leave. There was people lined up she around the corner. She lived a double life. <laughs> she really did. You really did. I remember I read palms for one of your Halloween parties. Yes, when I yes. Up, and like, you you inherited that, that from I me. actually can't read yeah. palms. I read like six books about it. Yeah, she's really all good. Reading, all, really reading. Good. all you kids inherited some kind of creepiness from Don't me. you have like a, a great aunt or something that read tea leaves? I do. I did my genealogy and there was a book that was written about my mom's side of the family and it talks about a great great aunt who was well known for reading tea leaves she would invite people over or people That's would awesome. come over and drink the tea and at the bottom she would read the leaves and and tell them about their life aren't you also related to lizzie borden i am there's that <laughs> side of the family as well oh my gosh what? we're a yeah. gold mine I, a plethora. I don't remember hearing anything about the, the psychic aunt yeah yeah it's in one of the books the genealogy books i have it's I, on my mom's side. I think I'm going to start side. reading tea leaves. Charge yeah, you should. It. You should. Hey. Charge them. True, true. <laughs> Pay your bills. Just, side hustle. very crazy. Like, I like ghost stuff. My mother likes ghost stuff. Like, everyone in our family, with the exception, I think, of Josh. Four out of five kids are all weird. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, she has six, right? Right, right. So. It, make, it makes us more interesting. You know, and when you invite us to a party, hey, we, we uh, have some interesting stories to tell. Especially if it's a Halloween party. I love it because people at my job all think I'm a bruja. That's what they call me. Yeah. They all look at bruja. Bruja Brit. They think I'm like 
and then they'll ask me like, "Oh, don't curse me." I'm like, "I have never cursed anyone in my life." But you want to start? But <laughs> keep pissing me off, and you know what? I just you guys shed hair everywhere in this office. <laughs> but yeah, that's I funny. think that's really cool. Like, I like the fact that we have a very different side of family. You know, I mean, I know it's very intimidating to other people, but I enjoy it. I like being weird. I like my mother who's weird. I like my sister who's weird. I think, like, just the fact that we're like a whole family of a bunch of weirdos. We like it weird. We do like it weird. Uh, Plugging in her Instagram. She really wants you guys to follow her Instagram, guys. It's a really Follow my Instagram. It's neat. (laughs) She'll get an even better promotion when she starts making ghoul girls items. Yeah, (laughs) that's my my next thing. Like ghoul girls items. Yeah. I think my favorite thing that she does make are those magnets. I love them. Yeah, I do a lot of neat magnets. I do funny ones and creepy ones and... I did one that was a kid's book that says, Dead Wells, Don't Wave Back. And it has two little kids on the front that are waving. It's like a cat in a hat that's, spoof. Wow. Yeah. That's there's, so funny. I, I just put stuff I think is hilarious. There are things that I like, and if other people like them, that's a plus. Yeah. I mean, that's how you got to do it. Like, whatever you like. Screw it. If anyone doesn't like, your kids will probably buy the products anyways. Exactly. 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 <laughs> but that's, I don't know. I just want to say that. Thank you to all the mothers out there. I know that not all of you guys are creepy child killers. You know, some of y'all are some good people. Bless your mothers. Love your mothers. Let them be. Embrace your inner creepy. You know, some people. Exactly. Like weird, people don't, whatever it is. Jesse, anything you want to dish out over here? Um, even though we're talking shit about mothers who killed their kids, um, there are good mothers out there. There are many of them. There's a plethora. Uh, mental illness is real. Seek help. It's out there. Um, but I did stumble across a couple stories I wanted to share. It's um, people who are haunted by the ghost of their parents. So it's not just limited to, like, you know, mothers. It could be either mother or father. And I thought that was really interesting. So if you guys are willing to hear it, I'm willing to share. Yes. Yes. Give us some some deets. Okay. So this is a story about a guy whose mother passed away when he was a young boy. So he was out buying a newspaper for his uncle. His uncle had sent him on a run and a woman had stopped him in the street and she was talking to him and he didn't, you know, he was on his way. He was really trying to get there. And she said, I remember you. Your name is Daniel and you were born at St. Joe's Hospital. And she told him how much she weighed. She told him when his birthday was and she said i was there when you were born i helped deliver you and he didn't know who it was until his aunt showed him a picture of his mom and it turns out that that picture that he had saw instantly recognized as the woman who stopped him in the street so he had ran into the ghost of his mom what was she doing on the street i don't know she's a ghost she turned in tricks yeah (laughs) wow sorry i had to say that (laughs) wow how did he know that she died what if she just abandoned him and then maybe lost her well, memory? I mean, because she was dead. <laughs> it, I mean, it was known that she died. Okay, but look, this is what I'm his saying. His mom's sister, his aunt, was like, look, your dead mother, this is what she look, looked like. All I'm saying is that he doesn't remember how she looked. So that means she must have died very, very young. Well, he was a little boy okay. when... So what if she didn't really die? She probably just, like, went out for mill smoke <laughs> didn't come back got hit in the I head to buy a pack of cigarettes. <laughs> didn't she got hit in the head remembers vaguely of stuff like like joe dirt when they left him yeah. in the grand yeah. Canyon. <laughs> i'm just what if that was it what if she didn't really die and then he just met his mom i'm not gonna feed into your delusions <laughs> <laughs> i'm just saying that's a possible that's, that's plausible right sure yeah that makes sense or am i tripping i don't know okay continue with the next one this one's kind of a creepy one. So this is a case of this man's wife who is possessed by her mother. Mother-in-law or mother? Her mother. So his wife's mother possessed his wife. That's, so that's her mother-in-law. That's, that's his mother-in-law. That's so oh, creepy. Okay. Yeah. So she got possessed by her mom. That's like, Ooh. like what happens when he wants to like kiss his... Okay, stop. <laughs> She's a MILF, I guess. His mother was a MILF. <laughs> Let me hear this or, story. His mother-in-law was a MILF. I want to hear this creepy story because I need to know if he makes out with his mother. Moving his on. Mom's, his wife's mother. Go, tell me. So this man claimed that his wife started acting super out of the ordinary, super strange, 
and it came right after the recent death of her mother. So one day, this couple, they just started arguing, and his wife started to get more and more, like, aggravated, angry. Her voice started to change. The way she looked kind of changed. Like, her face kind of changed. And he said that she started yelling, saying that, um, I'm, I'm the mom, and you better treat my daughter right, and my daughter doesn't deserve this. And this was his wife telling him that. And he was just stunned. He was so freaked out, and all of a sudden she stopped. And she looked at him and she said, you know, did I just do something? And he looked at her and he's like, yeah, you did. And then he said from there she just started crying uncontrollably. Um, after that encounter, he said from that moment on, his wife started to say that she saw shadowy figures in the house. That they would come from the corner of her eye, she would catch them, watch them, and even sometimes in their bedroom in that she often experiences um, lost time where she's doing something. Um, it could be, you know, two o'clock um, doing something. She blacks out for a minute, comes to, and it's like three, four in the afternoon. And so they're thinking that that was a result of the possession. Wow, that's a trip. So mom, if you do want to come visit, <laughs> you better knock first. Don't stay, mom. <laughs> um, yeah, like, no, you know what? F that, yes. If Max is yelling at me, I want my mom to come in here and be like, you better shut your mouth before I beat your ass. How dare That's a great story. She's possessed the husband, not she the daughter. Yeah, yeah. She should be like, I think that's a great, I love that story. That's, that's a good one. I like that one. That's all I have to share. Okay. Okay. I, I personally really like that one. Yeah. A mom coming back to life to tell the To talk mom, shit. To stop talking shit to my... I know, but you know would you want to see shadowy figures and lost time as a result? I mean, I think, you know, once your time's done here on yes. Earth, I don't think she has yes. that much business if, coming if back. If my mom will come and yell at Max to stop yelling at me, I think I'll, I don't care. I want to go on record and say, Mom, do not possess me. <laughs> she better you wash do not some. have my she, permission. If she's going to possess me, she better start washing some dishes in the house. I want her to clean my house for That's me. As long as I don't have any It's Mother's Day. You, you know if I come back, you'll know that because your house will be clean. <laughs> you know that. I'm a clean freak. <laughs> and then Max is going to be like, wow, you were really frisky last night. I'm like, I don't even remember. You were frisky and all the laundry's done. <laughs> Jessica, you better watch out. My mom has already had a habit of, you know, massaging our boyfriends when we're not around. I'm filling them up. Oh, my goodness. I love it. I love that story. I think you just have to look at bad stories in a positive light and make it just be, like, funny. Like, yeah. oh, my God, I saw the ghost of a dead relative. Was she doing dishes? She was not paying rent here. I mean, it's only, how are you going to get rid of ghosts in your house? Tell them to start cleaning. There you go. Yeah, if you're going to live here, you're going to start pitching in. You're going to start paying rent. I'm going to start charging ghost guy over here for leaving the lights on because they like to be flickering lights and shit. I'll be pissed. Draining the energy. They need to buy you new batteries. Imagine calling the electric company and be like, hey, can I get a discount? I have a ghost in my house. keeps leaving the fucking lights on. It's really annoying. You think they have a discount for that? Maybe. You never know. Hey, did you hear about that lady who married uh, the ghost of a pirate and then now they're getting a divorce? I heard about that. <laughs> Isn't her name Peggy? Oh, no. <laughs> oh wow. Oh, Sorry. my God. No, she probably only wanted him for his booty. They didn't see <laughs> eye to eye. <laughs> oh, pirate-themed jokes. This is what I we've been reduced to. That's <laughs> yeah, pretty bad. Anyways. This has been a great motherly episode. Yeah. And I, I want to say to to all the kids out there, make sure you think about your moms this Mother's Day because you're the reason that they piss when they laugh and oh sneeze. <laughs> okay? You're the reason. So you owe them something. You go, Chandra. This is your platform. <laughs> I know. Look at her go. Yeah, but just once again, you know, give your mothers a very thankful love and hug. Thankfully, she didn't, you know drown you guys or cut your arms off or leave you in the middle of the forest like other mothers do your mother raised you enough to keep you 
after you sucked all the life and beauty from her. Absolutely. And now her boobies are all saggy and, you know. Yeah, yeah. Like my mom said, she pees when she laughs. This so. is the reality of mothers. We're not glamorizing anything. No. And you know what? With that being said, I think this was a great Mother's Day. Episode. This was Thank a great you. Mother's Day. Thank you, Mom, for coming on Thank and you. spending time with us. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. And with that being said, you guys, go ahead and check out Like It Weird support mothers you know take a look at all of our creepy things on there all of the beautiful beautiful handcrafted stuff by our lovely mother of course it's ghoulish of course it's scary and hey you're gonna love it also be sure to follow our instagram and our facebook group go ahead and leave us some spooky scary stories yeah dm us we love reading them we DM did our last questions. episode about creepy stuff it was great you guys i've got a lot of feedback on some really creepy stories i love it um our handle is at Ghoul Girls here. So just be sure to leave us a quick, lovely review on iTunes and follow us on Spotify. We're like getting pretty up there. Yeah, it's awesome. Thank we're, you guys. We're almost at 666 followers on Instagram. 666. Woo! Maybe, maybe we can convince uh, Like It Weird over here to do some special like magnets or something for whoever gets Ooh, that 666. Celebratory. Oh, there you go. I could do that. I could do that. We'll do that. Thanks, guys. Thanks for joining in. Thanks for having me. Bye. Bye.